0: he's got the Purple Rain records right behind
1: him. Well, speaking of those records, and you're saying they're platinum records and there's four of them, there's your pussy control reference right there. You can go four times platinum, <laughs> still couldn't make what i in a week. There's your artificial age. <laughs> Say to these guys, he's bringing it back. Welcome to the Peach and Black Podcast. Your central place to hear unofficial news, reviews, trivia, and intelligent discussion on all things
2: happening in the Prince world. Featuring the hosts, and the You know, it's got all those classic Prince elements. Captain!
0: Why wouldn't you just record as much as you could? Player!
2: Oh yeah.
1: It's just like a storage house of ideas. Toe jam! Either version. I love both versions.
3: And special <laughs> hi this is Larry Graham you're listening to the peach
2: and black
3: podcast hi this is Ricky Peterson and you're listening to the peach and black podcast hey everybody this is st. Paul Peterson and you're listening to the peach and black podcast
2: Hello, hello, hello. Hello. (laughs) This is MC. It is 2014 and you're listening to the Peach and Black podcast. I made a prediction about four years ago. (laughs) Here we go. Not long after Prince's most recent album, 2010, was released in July 2010. Not long after that, I made a prediction that... You looked into your crystal ball. That's right. You rubbed them together. I rubbed rubbed it and I said (laughs) that it wasn't going to be until around the middle of the year, 2014, before we were going to get a new Prince album, a new Prince release, and... It's just been recently announced that Prince will be releasing not one but two new projects, one with Third Eye Girl and the other as a solo Prince release, Ooh. and uh, it's quite exciting, guys. It's been a long time coming, well over four years, obviously, and finally have a date. Yeah, exactly. We, ha- we have a, a date late in September, global yeah, we have release.
1: have multiple dates. It's, it's from the 26th to the 30th, depending. Is that right? There's a 26th, there's a 28th,
2: there's a 30th, something like that. Yeah, I mean the the music industry hasn't moved to a global you know uniform release date yet, so I think it's going to be a little bit all over the place. But let's just say anywhere from the 26th of September to early so, yeah. October, even yeah. even you know people will be getting this album into their hot little hands, and we're definitely going to be amongst the crowd there. But there's just so much to talk about, and uh, we're not going to be going into a huge rant or discussion about all this stuff because it's really really early in the piece but i thought we'd just get together and have a talk about what all of this could mean and you know what people are thinking at the moment because it, it like i said i don't want to keep harping on about about four years is a big gap. big gap yeah exactly between the last album release and these two impending new albums the longest gap uh, I think ever between ever. between Prince releases, so you know there's something to say there. And uh, look, the anticipation's building. The you know the 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 online communities are going absolutely crazy. Twitter's off the charts, Facebook's off the charts. Uh, the Prince fan communities and forums are going crazy. Um, there's a lot of buzz in the air. There's a lot of hype being thrown around by the record label, which is of course Warner Brothers once again. So look, let's just open up the floor and get everyone's thoughts on on what could be happening. Just around it's just around the corner, guys. I think, Captain, you, you sent me a message earlier today um, with some details about you know, what was being announced, and, and we also received some details from, from a few sources um, that shall remain nameless at the moment, and, and there's some, some stuff we can't go into. Obviously, there's a lot of mystery surrounding the release. Um, I'm sure there are going to be a few surprises.
0: What, how would it be a Prince you know, album release without a mystery?
2: Exactly Nothing exactly. has changed
0: There are at least 12 things I can think of to, to say In no particular order, or the order that I'm reading uh, <laughs> The fact that you can pre-order this album more than a month in advance Has that ever even happened with a Prince release?
2: Well, I don't know that it has, but it's risky, isn't it, Captain? Because anything can happen it may, I, You can just see the headlines now, you know Prince fans, order album, album cancelled at short notice <laughs> <laughs> it's not beyond the realms of possibility. T-shirt doesn't
1: arrive in mail. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can't think of any print album ever that, that you pre-ordered
3: i guess the closest thing would be the membership sites that he had in the early 2000s mm. where you would crystal, pay ball, crystal ball was a
2: pre-order wasn't it oh this one yeah
0: Wow, well, that was only on the condition if he got enough pre-orders he would actually release it yeah. This, or well, supposedly is going to be released yeah but you can pre-order it yeah either a ball. cd or a vinyl or digital
3: everyone's known there's been some sort of project in the works the last year or so really since he got third eye girl together with it okay at some point there's going to be a release i do like the fact that you know once it was announced officially that it was all ready to go like we've had other times where things are announced officially but then things aren't ready in time and all this sort of thing for me i got home from work that day and oh it was announced that prince was and straight away i could i could pre-order it it was it was all ready to go the websites were ready Uh, So that was good to see.
0: Yeah, there's separate websites for both the albums. You can pre-order. There's promotion things happening. You know, this is what happens when you get an experienced company to take control and market an album properly.
1: As as
0: opposed to what Prince has been doing for the last
1: over 15 years. Yeah, but don't put the cut before the horse. Like, you really got to have a video release. If if Clouds is the first single, then he really has to release a video before the 30th of September and have it launched. If it's gonna be like Greatest Romance, where the song comes out and then two months later <laughs> he's got a video and all that, it's yeah. not gonna work. So even, you know,
0: even even Breakfast can wait.
1: Well, yeah, I mean that the too. the video so, came out way after. Way after it was like nine months after its initial <laughs> release. So if he gets his act together, if it's everything's go by release date it is going to work well for him if you know if they drop the ball they're really going to drop the ball so the next four weeks is really critical and the way both he and warner brothers handle it it's either going to make or break him and i think this this particular album albums are really critical considering that he's had the longest gap the four-year gap you know it's you know if this doesn't take off like where does he go from here so he has a lot riding on this release
2: Yeah, we're talking about – I think you're right, Player. We're talking about a really pivotal moment in Prince's career from the point of view of the kind of response and reaction that that this might get. I think the interesting thing also is because there's two different albums and and, and because they've got two different websites and they're being talked about in different ways and for all intents and purposes they're separate, which remember when we last spoke we did our our show about nothing, our infamous show about nothing – and we were, we were kind of pontificating on, you know, w- would it be a bundle? And, and and we were talking about Purple Rain at the time. But I'm happy that it looks like the bundle idea between these two albums is not, go- is not even being considered. And the fact that these two projects are going to stand separately stand or stand alone, yeah, that's fantastic. Because they can be judged individually on their merits, not like, you know, you go back to Lotus Flower Days five years ago when that was released, you know, it was a three in one package and it was a good idea. It was a cool concept. But at the end of the day, no one kind of knew how to treat the material, f- how to consume it, how to digest it, how to talk about it. Because we're all used to, you know, and an artist releases an album and whether it's one or two CDs, if it's considered one project, it's much easier to talk about it. It's much easier to listen to it and it's much easier to absorb it. So, that's one thing. But just quickly, on the pre-order side of things, yes, it's positive. But don't you guys think that it's interesting that at this stage, the only place to pre-order any vinyl version of either album is through Warner Music Australia? <laughs> that is cool. It, it's are, just for you, MC. Prince it, set
0: it up. It's just for you.
2: It may be. And if that is, thank you. Thank you, Prince, for doing that. Um, Mr. Nelson. Nelson. As yeah that's called. right it would be a if, if that is in fact the case that it'd be a funny little um, funny little move on your part so we'll keep the chess game going but that's uh, <laughs> that's quite quite intriguing to me you can try and order the album from anywhere else but good luck at the moment Warner Music Australia is your source so
0: going back to what player said the only ball I think is going to be dropped is on Prince's side Warner Brothers know what they're doing they know what they need to do if Prince isn't the one who gives them what they need they can't be blamed for that if he doesn't have a music video ready even if they've asked for one by a certain time that's down to him i think only he can stuff this up now
3: well i don't know maybe i'm being super optimistic but you know we've known about this warner brothers deal for a while and i just i hope that over these past few months the whole planning process has been planned out to a T, and so we're going to see in the next few weeks a really strategic and well-executed promotion. Um,
0: I'm sure from Warner's side, yes, that's exactly what's happening. Yeah,
3: happened. well, I mean, but I, I would I would assume that everything's all ready to go, and, and now it's just a matter of, you know, okay, on this day we're releasing that, on this day you're appearing here, mm-hmm. on this day, and it's all planned, ready to go. That that would be
1: my hopefully,
0: hope. Hopefully that music video is already sitting on a already DVD done. somewhere.
1: Yeah. That's right, yeah. That's right. And Josh Welton's got all the remixes on standby.
0: Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. Which brings me to the next point. I read, produced, arranged, composed and performed by Prince and Joshua Welton. Hmm. So this is like a duet album between him and Josh?
2: Basically, yeah. Prince and um, Joshua Welton on dueling pianos, it seems.
1: I don't know how that's going to be. We'll save it for the actual album review. I,
2: yeah. I would ass- I
3: would assume... It's,
1: it's not called Artificial for nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would assume he's playing the Kirky J role and that he's primarily programming, getting sound sorted, that sort of thing.
0: I'm sure there's a bit of cowbell <laughs> action in there somewhere.
2: <laughs>
0: there's got to be, or, or woodblock at the least. There's got to be something.
2: <laughs> Look, it's, it's Prince's decision, but and it's nice to give the guy some um, credit.
0: How could you miss this? You made the biggest deal about Fall In Love Tonight was Prince gave away his production credit. Here he's <gasps> given away the whole album. So where is your amazement now?
2: Well, the thing is, I haven't heard it yet, so you I don't, don't. have to. I don't. <laughs> it's just the
0: fact that it says "produced, arranged, composed, and performed by Prince Look, and Joshua Welton."
2: I'm still putting that down to some teenage intern getting the press release wrong or something like that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm not putting too much uh, emphasis on that. If the album comes out and when you turn it over, it says "produced by Prince and Joshua Welton," then I might be asking some serious questions because. I've heard some material from Joshua Welton and I wasn't overly impressed by the production values of it. So um, if um, Prince is going to be using Joshua Welton's production values, I don't know what that's going to, you know, what the yeah, result's yeah, going to be you, like. But yeah, you we'll know, It could we'll just see. be
3: that, that he's like, he knows Pro Tools back to front or something. And so he's just... <laughs> Like that's why he's a. Pro,
2: he's a. He's a. He's an IT. He's the IT guy. He's the resident he, IT.
3: Yeah, it could be. I reckon that wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all. That Prince is used to all the analog stuff, and he, he gets this guy in because he knows Pro Tools back to front, and you know. So Prince is just like, this is what I want to do. You get it set up. That's and that's basically what Kirky e. J did, as far as I can see, on Emancipation. Like at that was MC. his role.
2: Well, that that and you know daily aerobics classes, but let's not go
1: into it. MC, you're stepping into the into the review of the album when it comes out with an open mind, though, aren't you?
2: Well, completely, yeah. Look, I'm 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 just saying that if it would have said produced by Steve Albini or produced by Nile Rodgers or produced by any number of other well-known producers, I would have been incredibly excited. The fact that it's referencing Joshua Walton isn't particularly exciting to me. Just being honest about it.
0: Okay, here's the next question. The release of the track, The Breakdown, which you could buy not that long ago, and maybe possibly still can buy, I said was mastered horribly. Do we think the version on the album is going to be any different?
1: Well, the, the sound quality of Clouds is quite crisp and clear. So hopefully mm. if it's mastered in, in one which ad- it should be, yeah. across the whole album, you, you would think it would sound better. Maybe. Well,
3: you do get a download of The Breakdown with the pre-order, and I haven't listened to it yet, so I haven't been able to compare oh. to see.
0: So we don't know. Let us know. Yes, everyone out there, quickly
1: tell us—is it any better?
3: I did quickly skim through it, and I didn't. There was nothing I heard that stood out as being different.
1: Oh well, we'll see. I've got a question on the Solo Prince album, *The Artificial Age*. *Breakfast Can Wait* appears on it. Is the *Breakfast Can Wait* version on this album? Is this going to be like *The Most Beautiful Girl in the World*, where he released it independently, and then the Warner Brothers <laughs> version had to be different? So this Warner Brothers version might sound. It would sound have to be different. Yeah. It'd be interesting. It'd be nice
3: if it's different. I, I don't expect it to. I expect it to be the same, but it'd be nice well, if I, it's
2: different.
1: Yeah, it'd be nice because like we've already heard that song from over a year ago. And how many different remixes? Yeah, for sure.
2: I'm just gonna put this out there, but player, the, the minute you started talking about that, I had this crazy idea in my head. Imagine if everyone gets the album late in September, and you know we all open up the package, and all of a sudden we turn it over, and the tracklist is not completely different, but like not what was officially advertised. I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him. I really wouldn't, you know. Everyone's going to be reading about this. Everyone's going to be talking about these, you know, confirmed song titles. It could be different, you know. The configuration could be something entirely well, different when it finally gets there.
1: Yeah, well, notice. I noticed straight away when I looked at the track listing, like, Big City wasn't on there. That's a song that I would have liked to have seen on there. Groovy Potential was pretty good.
0: Groovy Potential, where's that? Ain't Gonna Miss You When You're Gone, where's that? Screwdriver, where's Screwdriver? You know, there's I'm a glad, whole bunch of
1: songs glad, which Scruper. are not yeah. on there.
3: Yeah, there's some I, songs I think would have been nice to put on there, but at the same time, uh, we've heard it, them already. Probably so.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll probably make sense when you listen to the context of the album. Yeah. So once we listen to it, you know, you might think, oh, yeah, actually, those songs do not fit on this album or whatever, you know.
0: You might be saving them for the B-sides or something.
1: Fall in I'll love just... tonight. Where's that? Oh, well, that that can stay off. That's fine.
2: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think the cool but thing think, is that even though there's been all these songs released in the last... You know a year or two, the fact that the majority of them are new is great right like it's just more more new music yeah
3: it's good I think most of the songs that have been released over the last two years on third eye dot com like screwdriver like the bourgeoisie live uh, out loud. like they live out loud like like they're good songs yeah, live but, out
0: loud's nowhere to be seen
3: mm. I I'm not disappointed about that. <laughs> um I think a lot of those songs are good songs, but what's the one Captain said, the Ain't Gonna Miss You One? Like that's a good song, but I don't know if it's really album worthy, some of those songs. Yeah, so yeah. And, I and so that. really like it's almost like that's his B side, the way he his outlet for those yeah. kind of tracks now these days. He has the albums, but he puts out little sprinkles of other stuff that is good funky songs but maybe not album worthy like just through the one off releases every now and then which is cool that's a cool way to do it I think
0: but like Player said you've got Breakfast Can Wait on there Fix Your Life Up is on there you know people have already paid money for these tracks and I just know they're going to be saying oh I've already paid for this track and I'm going to pay for it again that's but that's pretty normal really like
3: Even back in the day, like, you know, the singles would come out before the album and... um, It's
1: kind of like the bootleg argument. Like, if if someone bought a bootleg with those tracks, but then he officially released it, people still buy it. Everyone says that. You release it, people buy it. It's just the the
2: same sort of
0: thing. But then we're not buying it twice from him. This is buying it twice from him.
2: You're buying it twice from him. He's getting money
0: for the same thing twice.
2: I guess the curious thing about Breakfast Can Wait in particular is that that was first released digitally... February the 5th, to be exact, 2013. Oh,
0: so it's a year and a half old it's going to turn up on an album.
2: That's that's awkward, don't you guys think? I mean, that doesn't normally happen. So the, A little the, bit. I I was a little bit worried when, you
3: know, you see this is his first album in four years and you look at the track list and there's already, like, maybe three songs that we've already heard.
2: Quite a while ago.
3: Yeah, and so it, I don't want to say it's worrying. I'm not going to get that way. But you think, Oh, well, is he slowing down that much? Like... <laughs> Mm. Breakfast Can Wait is a great song so it's probably one of the better ones
2: yeah but it was like digitally released in february then it was officially released in you know i think september 2013 this is over a year now that this song's been in the public you know there's been a video there's been some promotion and then it's being re-released on Remixes. this album i don't know most Beautiful Girl was like that. Like, it was released on the Gold Experience,
3: like, almost two years after it was originally released, mm. or something crazy like that.
0: See, it's different, though. I mean, you can listen to Graffiti Bridge, which was released in 1990, and you can say, well, join Repetitions on there, and wasn't that, like, from 86, or even earlier? You know, he does take older yeah, but songs out, but was never... it wasn't released. Yeah, I know, right. I know. But it's not the first time he's taken, you know, old Older tracks, like three, four years old tracks, and put them on a a new album. What about (laughs) Funk and Roll? roll. It's on both albums.
2: Strange. Strange.
0: What is that about?
1: I hope it's actually funkier than what we've heard so far, because I don't really rate that track at all. But I'm going to step into the albums with Open Mind, so hopefully it'll be okay.
3: It's a cool title to, to be on both albums, Funk and Roll. And obviously, one of the song, one of the albums is we assume sort of more funk based, and one of the albums is more rock and roll based. So it's a cool title for, to be the crossover one. What would be cool? This would be cool if one of them is actually like a rock version of the song, of the song, and one of them's like a electro funk version. That
2: would be cool. Hmm. I think that's what it that will be. Yeah, huh? funk and roll, rock and roll version, funk and roll funk version. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like MC already said, this is you know, it's his first album release in four years. But you can even say in America, five years, because 2010 wasn't even released there.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: So, you know, they've been waiting even longer. Not that they, I'm sure, didn't get their hands on that album anyway.
2: Yeah, I mean, in America, it's been half a decade, you're right.
0: That is just crazy.
2: Well, we live in an artificial age now, Captain.
0: (laughs) There's so many many things about this, the name of this album. It's called Art-Official-Age but I actually had a look at this album cover and the O of official does have an I right in the middle of it. So it does say artificial, as in that word as well. I'm sure everyone's figured out already.
2: Would you guys say this is... I'm just thinking of all the Prince albums, album titles before. Possibly, aside from 2010, the strangest album title he's ever had and the one that kind of is the most surprising. I mean, I know when I first read the album title, I couldn't believe it. And to a degree... I still can't quite believe that he's called this project Artificial Age.
0: Well, it's hard to look back, but I mean, even Purple Rain is like a weird title. Graffiti Bridge is a weird title. You know, Graffiti Bridge means nothing, really. And Purple Rain, if you knew nothing about Purple Rain and you just saw that, you'd be like, well, what the hell is that?
2: Well, you're right, Captain, but Graffiti Bridge and Purple Rain, both fairly rudimentary words. They're fairly obvious themes, whereas here it's a play on words. I would have... I know I'm being hypercritical here, not even having heard the the music really, but why not just type out the word properly? Just write artificial age. That would have made us to me that would have been made a much stronger statement. This idea of trying to be clever with words and language usually works for him. I don't know that it does this time. I think it's pretty cool. I like it.
3: Because the first time I read it, I didn't pick up on the artificial thing. I just read art official.
1: No, I picked Um, up on it straight away because of you know, it's not the first time. Like De La Soul has released an album called Artificial Intelligence. It's written the same way: Artificial Intelligence. Well, I was thinking yeah, that so the, moment
3: realized, you know, the moment I realised the moment I realised the artificial thing, I thought, "Oh, why didn't he call it Artificial Intelligence? That would have been cool." And then I thought, "I wonder if that's because someone else had already used it." And mm. so you reckon someone else has?
1: Well, yeah, they, yeah De La, De La oh, Soul had re- it like a trilogy album. Yeah, it was called um, Artificial Intelligence, and then it was sort of Subtotal Mosaic Thump. It came out in year 2000 so it's been out for a while
2: yeah but, but see, de la play- soul de la soul is of the soul so that's fine
1: player said
0: before about artificial age you must refer to the amount of photoshop <laughs> on the album
1: cover which is great <laughs> <laughs> because like, you know when i when i saw the art- cover i thought it was the third eye boy artwork it was very it mm. looked like a painting it's like it was if it was any more art brushed it would be a friggin surfboard <laughs>
2: Wow. Is that a Picasso? Uh, Third Eye Boy. Sorry to disappoint.
0: I'll try not to be negative. I'll try and say this in a positive way. I don't think Prince has put out an official photo in the last possibly 10 or more years, which hasn't been Photoshopped (laughs) to some extent. But I just wish he would embrace his, you know, his age and Hmm. stop trying to be this forever youthful... You know, mythical mystery man, unicorn, and just admit, okay, I'm a guy and I'm getting older. That's fine, you know. No, I agree. It's just you know, get over it. I mean, we we know the ego's
1: there, but just move on. <laughs> I remember, um, third boy, you know, whoever that person is, doing the artwork. And Prince wore on the shirts and all that. I'm pretty sure I've seen a drawing from the third eye boy of the actual, the couple where he's wearing the glasses with the three rims. Oh. And I've tried to have a look for it. I can't find it anymore. So I don't know if Prince has taken that idea, applied it to the cover and then asked him to remove that artwork. I don't know. But I'm sure I've seen that, those Illuminati glasses, third eye something, you know.
2: Illuminati. <laughs>
1: Hey, <laughs> you wait till the, you wait till the those conspiracy theorists come out on YouTube about this cover. Oh, be, yeah, yeah. Wait they're going to have a field day. Yeah, they've already spoken about Third Eye Girl and Third Eye This and Third Eye That, and it's a secret Illuminati and all this garbage. It's
2: not <laughs> a secret Illuminati. It's called the, the Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses.
0: Yeah. But listen, let's wait till the liner notes come out, and if there is no credit for the artwork to you know whoever Third Eye Boy is, then we know that Prince contacted him and said, Oh, why don't you just do this work for me? But and it's anyone? not an illustration. Oh, it's sure. I'm so honoured to be asked, and then never got any credit for it. It sort of reminds me of a tour book from 2012.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, anyway, we'll find out when the the liner notes come out.
2: Let's but read the line and got see rich if there's friends. any
1: truths. <laughs> 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 but it's it's not an illu- an actual illustration, is it? It's a it's a genuine photo that's heavily photoshopped. Heavily. Is that right?
2: Yeah. No, I saw them the other day, splitting is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think of the artwork itself?
0: Well, what about the Platinum Purple Rain Awards floating behind him in the air? Yeah. yeah what is that?
2: Cool. Well, it could, th- that could just mean that Purple Rain will be bundled with this album. No. <laughs>
0: but there are four. Does that mean we're getting a four-disc set?
2: No. Like, to me, Unlikely. like
1: you look at it, it's like, okay, he's got a blue sky behind him. It's got the four records and they're overlapping and it looks like a cloud. So that's your cloud reference there. It is the Purple Rain record. And of course, they're platinum records and he's got those behind him. So like, to me, when I look at it, it looks like behind him, it has got like, he's got credibility. And it's like he's sending a message out to all those artists in this artificial age. This is sort of where I've come from in this artificial age. I've got this behind me, sort of thing.
3: I think the gold sparkly jacket and the and the crazy glasses and the big massive afro. It sort of reminds me like a throwback to like those sort of late '70s disco funk albums where they always had this like space theme. You hmm. know, Larry Yeah, Yeah, like Graham got into it, and I'm thinking um, more Earth, Wind and Fire, probably. Yeah, Bootsy, Earth, Wind and Fire, and George. They they all had this like futuristic space theme going on with like Martians, and so it it reminds me of like a throwback to that. Hmm. I'm not a big fan of those glasses though. Those glasses look a bit silly, especially (laughs) with that third glass in the the middle. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) you could have done without that. Yeah.
3: So I just know, I just know, so many people will see that and just think, "Ah, what a dickhead."
2: (laughs) (laughs) Especially in Australia. Yes, (laughs)
0: but see, if you take away that third one, those glasses look very similar to the Purple Rain big round glasses, Mm. and then he's got the Purple Rain records right
1: behind him. Well, speaking of those records, and you're saying they're platinum records and there's four of them... There's your pussy control reference right there. You can go four times platinum, still couldn't <laughs> make what I make in a week. There's your artificial age. Same <laughs> to these guys. It's, it's uh-huh. all about pussy control. He's bringing it back.
2: Well, there's a there's a if <laughs> there there's you already a, <laughs> there's already a um a theory that the song clouds from people that have heard it refers to Prince being uh, what do they call it cryogenically yeah, frozen cross, cryogenically frozen or something so. Yeah, that's it's gonna be interesting to really absorb this album and try and figure out what the themes are and what you know, what it's all about. But I have just had a look at the official artificial age page. Say that twenty times.
3: <laughs> um,
2: and uh, and it says there pre order now and it's got a picture of the cover art. And then right b- beneath it, and I'm sure this is done completely unintentionally, but it says, get clouds and break down instantly <laughs> I just thought that read a little funny. I mean, let's (laughs) talk
0: about Clouds.
2: Yeah, we can't possibly talk about the music if we haven't heard the majority of it. Um, I'll just say that Clouds is very promising. And and when you think of...
3: We haven't really talked about the breakdown much, but I really like the breakdown. And I I like Clouds, what I've heard of it so far. And I think it's a very promising start. And plus, we know Breakfast Can Wait. It's a good song. So it's got good potential. It's got groovy potential. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. agree Actually, it doesn't have groovy potential. But it does have groovy potential.
2: (laughs)
0: <laughs> but what about that weird sec the spoken section in Klaus by the woman
2: Leanne Le Havas rumoured.
0: Who's saying Yeah. The medication you were given, you've been in suspended animation for quite some time. In fact, about forty-five years. What is this all about?
1: <laughs> Save it. But, Save it for the but, review.
0: But where are you now is a place that doesn't require time. Since we pay attention.
1: attention to lyrics.
0: Because I'm reading them right here. <laughs> And it's when I first heard it, it was just strange. It's ah, oh. we know you're a little bit groggy. You're probably going to find it hard to speak. Is that why Third Eye Girl turned up at GMA and not Prince?
2: He was a little groggy,
0: too early in the morning, couldn't turn up to speak.
2: I, for one, am, am ecstatic that Breakdown is on here because I think it's one of the best songs that he's released in. A very long time. Oh, I'm only static. if
1: it's mixed right. If it's mixed right, it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. That's a good And, ma- and mastered. Nicely. Yeah, mixed mm. and mastered. Yeah.
2: That, see, that would have been a great album title, Mixed and mastered. <laughs> um, what, a, what
0: about on the album? The album is called Art Official Age, but on the track listing, the song says Art Official Cage. Yeah. <laughs> what is this all about? <laughs> Apparently, it's not a typo.
2: <laughs> Who knows? It's
0: all these questions.
2: It would be pretty funny if a press release came out relatively soon and said sorry got the albums mixed up those are two albums that we will be releasing at some point in the future but here are the real two albums that we're going to be releasing <laughs> and, and the interesting thing and we probably should finish up because you know we haven't heard the the releases yet and we're going to do a full album review show when they when we get our hands on the product but we haven't even really spoken about Plectrum Electrum and uh, and let's leave it till then but I just find it interesting that we spent so much time <laughs> focused on artificial age and I think that's, that's getting the, the primary hype here and, and Plectrum Electrum's sort of falling by the wayside, at least in, in what I'm hearing from, from most people. Uh, I just wonder if, if it's going to suffer the same fate that MPLS Sound or Minneapolis Sound did when Lotus Flower vale was released. Any thoughts on that before we wrap up?
1: I don't I th- think so. It's been that, that about was... for the last 18 months. And that, like, this artificial age is just, it's new. That's why people are more excited by that, because we've been promised plectrum electrum for a long time. And now people are just sort of, you know, gone to sleep on it. It's probably a really good album, I don't know, but the the interest has really waned off, at least for me it has.
3: A little bit, but having said that, like heaps of people have seen the shows, you know, he's been touring with them worldwide for the last couple of years, so there's already a market there ready to go. I would suspect that 95% of the people who buy one of these albums will would buy both.
1: My my fear is it's going to have the fury effect, like people watch them live, they say they're great, and then everything's really toned down and tame on the album. Yeah, we'll so see. Yeah,
0: What MC said about Lotus Flower, MPLS Sound did sort of get lost, but that's because the album was actually called Lotus Flower, even though there were separate albums in this little box set. It was called Lotus Flower. These are two separate albums, even though they're released at the same time. I don't think Plectrum Electrum will get that lost because it is its own standalone thing. I mean, it might turn out that it's not as good as this one or that one's better than this one, but we'll find out that when they're out. But I don't think it'll get lost the way MPLS sounded.
2: All right, well, time will tell. But here's the big. These. This is the big question. Okay.
0: <laughs> are you going to buy a physical CD, vinyl, no. just the digital version, or all of them? I know you're going to buy vinyl, MC. You have
2: vinyl only for me. No CD? No, cuz I'm hoping that it comes with a digital download code and that'll do.
1: Uh but I think i we'll will be, be a 24-bit version download. Better be. Well, we can we only spend only hope thousands so. on the system just to listen to it. We yeah, can- he
0: said he said we need this great system. We went out and spent all our pocket money <laughs> and now it's coming out on a CD? Are you serious?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I am going to buy they, the
2: CD. They I are think. offering wave files aren't they uh yes yes they are 24 bit yeah 24 bit okay cool
0: who Hmm. would have guessed at any time in the last 20 years that in 2014 we're going to be ordering two separate prince albums released on the same day and due for release from warner brothers records his arch enemy at one point (laughs) who would have thought that you know this is where we'd be it's crazy Full circle. Yeah,
2: that's true. I mean, Cobalt probably thought they had it in the bag until recently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. This is the last thing. A series of very special events taking place globally. What is this all about? All I can say is there better be something in Australia because you know there'll be something in London, there'll be something maybe in New York, and that could be it. That's global
2: for Prince. I prints. think I, I, my, my guess is that there'll be a show... There'll be this, and this is the first time this will ever be done. So Prince will be pioneering something here. But it'll be a show with Prince performing with Third Eye as his backup group, and they'll be doing a show in Paris, London, New York, and Sydney. The Sydney one will be the Sydney one will be in the forecourt of the Sydney Opera House, outside, underneath the stars. They will be performing both albums. Back to front.
0: With a string quartet. With a
2: string. Well, no, no, no. With a, with a full symphony orchestra, who, who will only be involved for, for one of the songs. They'll be sitting patiently throughout the, the, most of the recording um, or most of the, the concert. But But the amazing thing will be that this show will be performed via hologram. And each band member will be perform like they'll be placed to perform in one city. So, for example, Prince will be playing in Sydney, Hannah will be playing in Paris, Ida um, <laughs> will be playing in um, uh, London, and Help Her Brother Josh Out. On the,
0: Josh on the Cowbell will be in <laughs> Turkey. <laughs>
2: uh, I think you've just
3: cracked the artificial cage age thing. Yeah. I think there that's what go. it is. It's a hologram. It's that, that's a, big... a good
0: idea. What could possibly go wrong with that? <laughs>
3: Live music by live musicians?
0: Oh, yeah.
3: Imagine trying to sync that. Imagine being the audio guy trying to sync that. Oh, That'd yeah. Be... It would be... It would never, it'd never work. Yeah. But all we
0: need is, you know, at the least, we need this. a listening party in Sydney. Yeah. That's it. That's all we want. Yeah. Definitely. And, of course, we have to be there to cover it. That's right. As well, the premiere Australian Prince podcast, <laughs> we have to be there, obviously. You know? Otherwise, this is going to be, what, Richard Wilkins? <laughs> Get real
2: <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening uh, we look forward to these album releases as you can tell we're super excited and not the least bit sarcastic about anything we've just said over the last 40 minutes or so uh, this has been another Peach and black podcast production with player Captain Tojam, and MC we'll see you in the clouds
1: see ya
0: Wait, 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 wait. You know what we forgot to say? We forgot to say about F. Deluxe coming to Australia in October 2014. Paul Peterson, Susanna, uh, Eric Leeds, Mr. Gillibin Johnson. It's going to be good. These are the dates. I'm going to say the dates right now. They're in Melbourne on October the 2nd at the Toff in Town. Friday October 3rd They're in Naruma At the Great Southern Blues I guess that's A festival thing Saturday In Sydney October 4th At the Basement Sunday October 5th At the Caloundra Music Festival I'm sure Toe Jam Will be at That one So that's That Come to The Sydney One I'll be at The Sydney One Player's Going to Be there MC Very likely Yeah Uh, I think Toe Jam's going to Be at The Caloundra Music Festival So that's That So there You go Bye.
3: Bye-bye.